0: Again, thank you for listening, and we're excited to see what is next in your life.
1: We are an ever-evolving community of visionaries, dreamers, and doers who have been called by God to live the lives that we created to live, commanded by God to love beyond the limits of our prejudices, and commissioned by God to serve. Called to live, commanded to love, and commissioned to serve. If you can't remember all that, what do we say? We live, we love, and we serve. Amen. Amen. Won't you open your Bibles with me and turn to the book of John. Book of John. Open your Bibles. Open your apps. The book of John. John chapter five. We are going to be reading verses one through nine. John five verses one through nine. John 5 verses 1 through 9 reads as such. After this, there was a festival of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, there was a pool called in Hebrew, Beth which had five porticos. In lay many individuals, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. When he saw, when Jesus saw him lying there, yeah, when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had been there a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered, sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And while I am making my way, someone else steps down ahead of me. Jesus said to him, stand up, take your mat and walk. At once, the man was made well. And he took up his mat and began to walk. You may be seated. Won't you join me in a quick moment of prayer? God, we come to you today just hearts full of gratitude, hearts full of joy, thankful for all that you have done in the past to get us here, thankful for all that you are doing now, and thankful for all that we know that you are going to do in the future, God. We are so grateful that you have watched over us during these times. We're so grateful that you have not abandoned us during these times. We are grateful that you have continued to lead us and guide us as you see fit, God. Without your guidance, who knows where we would be on this day? Without your love, God, without your grace, without your mercy, who knows how different things would be? So once again, we must thank you, God. Allow your spirit to fall afresh on this place on today, God. Somebody came today needing to hear a word from you, God. So use me to get to them, God. Let your spirit flow, God. Let your words flow, God. And we will give you all the honor, all the praise, and all of the glory. It's in your name we pray. And we say amen. 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 Family, I just want to title today's sermon simply, Get Up and Go. Get up and go. Amen. Family, in this life, there are going to be moments where you feel stuck. You feel stuck. You feel like you can't move. You feel like you can't go anywhere or do anything. And you feel as if your body is weighed down by some invisible force that won't allow you to get up and move. And because of this, you feel as if life is passing you by. You feel stuck and you don't know what your next steps are. You don't know if you can even take steps. Not only are you stuck, but you're stuck and you have to watch others pass you by. They pass you by without giving you a second glance, without a second thought. You call for help and you call for some assistance. You cry out hoping that they will notice you and think about you. Think about helping you. But life doesn't always play fair. And people don't always play fair. And sometimes you're just going to remain stuck where you are without any help, without any hope of leaving that place which you are stuck in. Leaving that place. And when you accept that, you'll become complacent with where you're at. How you got stuck may also play a large role into why you can't currently leave where you are. Maybe you followed someone to the place you're stuck in thinking, they were going to lead you to a better life, thinking they were going to help you to the next level, thinking that they were going to help you better yourself. You put everything on that individual to get you to where you are, but they leave you high and dry, leaving you in a predicament where you don't know how to get out of the spot that you're currently in where they left you. And now you live life hoping and seeking another who can somehow help you get you to the next spot and get you where you're at, from where you're at. Someone who you can once again hit yourself to and depend on and to get yourself out of where you are. Attaching yourself to the wrong people, depending on the wrong people instead of trusting in God. Maybe, maybe, maybe you got stuck because you trusted in yourself too much. You trusted in yourself and you thought you knew everything and you knew what was best for you and you could do bad all by yourself moving forward blindly, not realizing where you're heading, not realizing where you're going, and you found yourself in a situation where you were either underwhelmed or overwhelmed. And now you can't see any way to get out of that situation. So instead of trying to get help, you give up. You give up and you lean into being in this space in this place that you've gotten into, thinking that this is what you deserve, thinking that this is all you can get. You start to beat yourself up and punish yourself because you realize your fault's just a little bit too late. And now that's all that surrounds you. That's all that surrounds your thoughts, your failures, your actions, and how they've led you to where you are, the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, all because you trusted too much in yourself instead of leaning a bit onto God. Or maybe, maybe you feel that life has just dealt you a bad hand. You feel that no matter what you do, no matter the decisions that you make, no matter Who or what you let into your life, no matter if you follow someone or not, the situation ends up bad and it doesn't serve you. You end up in situations that don't highlight all the good that is within you. Situations where you can't seem to come out on top. Situations where no matter what you do, it doesn't feel like it's good enough. So instead of trying to escape where you are stuck, you decide to get comfortable because you're scared to step out in life and get disappointed again. You're scared to go ask for help. You're scared to be rejected. You're scared to try to move on to other opportunities because you think you won't get them. And then you watch others get them before you. You're scared to try to branch out. So you will just stay where you are because you feel that you have already peaked in life. And if you step out of where you are, you'll just be headed back down. But no matter the circumstances that led you to be stuck, the matter of the fact is that you are stuck where you're at feeling that you can't move with no way to get out and no way to move forward. You're stuck and forced to watch others around you achieve their goals, reach and get what they want. You see so much movement around you, but yet you can't join in on it because you feel there is no way out of your current situation. You feel like no one cares about you or you feel like you're stuck and you feel like God has forgotten about you. You don't think there's any way that God is present in your life and you simply give up and become okay with the idea that maybe you're supposed to be here where you're stuck in. Maybe you won't ever go beyond where you currently are. Maybe this is it for you. Maybe you will just live life here from this point on because this is all that is for you. But family, how many of you know that God is not a God who is stagnant? How many of you know that God is not a God that stays still? How many of you know that God likes to move things? God likes to change things. God likes to keep things moving forward. And if we are made in the image of God, how many of us know that we too are not meant to be stuck anywhere? Not to be stagnant. We too are not meant to sit in certain areas of life for too long. How many of you know that God made you to move on today? God didn't make you to be still. God didn't make you to be stagnant. So get up and go. If someone leaves you stuck, forget about them and keep moving. Yes, I know it's hard because of the expectations you place on that person. It's hard because the attachments that you had on that person. But you got to know what God placed inside of you doesn't depend on the movement of anyone else. It depends all on the faith that you have in yourself and what God put on you. If you ever got to a point where you feel like you're the issue and that you're the problem, God didn't make you to doubt yourself, even when it seems like life is too much for you to handle. You got to know that God put a strength inside of you that won't allow you to get in your own way. But you got to believe. You got to believe in what God put inside. You have to listen to God call you. God is calling you right now, telling you that it's time to get up and go. No matter what you think, no matter what others think, no matter what's going on in life, it is time for you to stop staying in that spot because it's comfortable or because you're scared or because it's where you think you're supposed to be. You think people don't care about you. You don't think you're supposed to be anywhere else. Why are you looking at other things and other situations and other people when God is right beside you there on your side? When God is on your side, you don't have to depend on others when you who will let you down. When God is on your side, you don't have to depend on people who will ignore you. When God is on your side, you don't have to depend on anyone but the one who is consistently there in your life each and every day. So trust in that and trust that God is calling you in this moment, telling you to get up and go. Don't let others stop you from moving. Don't. Let yourself or what you perceive as your own limitations stop you from getting up and listening when God speaks. Because who knows what you're missing waiting on others, waiting on yourself, waiting for life to be in the perfect situation and in the perfect moment. When instead you should be waiting and listening to God. There was a man for 38 years laid by a pool this man had a paralytic condition and apparently he had been at this pool a lot during these 38 years and this was no ordinary pool Uh, at this pool there were a great number of many people with many afflictions sick people blind people lame people others who were paralyzed waiting for the moving of the water the rumor was that an angel would come down at a certain time, at a specific time, into this pool and stir up the water. And then when the waters was stirred, whoever stepped in first after the stirring would be made well of any affliction that they had. And as you can imagine, this man with the paralytic condition had some trouble getting to these waters. I can imagine at that certain time there would be such a mad rush of people trying to get into these waters Seeing who would get there first, seeing who would be healed, seeing who would have their affliction made well. And I can imagine the multitude of people this man saw during these 38 years. Come sick, believe well. I can only imagine the number of people he witnessed step in front of him when he thought it was his turn. When he thought he had some hope of getting into that pool. I can only imagine the people rushing before him, taking advantage of his situation. I can only imagine how many of the people the man might have reached out to asking, praying, begging, hoping would get him to the pool only to be let down. I can imagine the number of people who would jump in front of him when it seemed like it was his turn. But during these 38 years, it is very apparent that nobody helped this man. This man was not in a position to help himself, so he just had to sit. And for 38 years, he sat and watched others receive their blessing. And at some point, I have to think he had to give up hope. After seeing so many people be blessed and after years of not being able to move or move forward and receive his, I have to think that he just said, ah, whatever. It is what it is, it's not meant to be. And because he gave up hope, I have to think that he became less focused on the pool and more focused on the people surrounding the pool. And just when he started focusing on the people surrounding the pool, becoming a people watcher, he saw a man walk in. And I have to imagine, as he was people watching and saw this man walk in, he had to know that someone was special about this man. This was Jesus. And even though there were a multitude of needy people there, Jesus went to one man in particular. None of the other people looked to Jesus. A blindness had come over these people at the pool because they were so focused on that pool and so focused on that specific time that the waters would serve that they did not notice that there was one there who could stir up the waters himself. Here, there they were. Many people would travel far and wide to be healed, yet they were so focused on the water that they couldn't even see that there was another way to heal themselves. They couldn't even see that there was someone who could heal them. Their eyes fixed on the water, expecting it to stir. They were so taken up with their own chosen way of healing that a better way of healing had been completely ignored. City family, how many of us can be like this at times? So focused and waiting on what we want. So focused and waiting on what we think should happen. So focused and waiting on something happening in a specific way at a specific time. So focused on waiting on what we think is the best way to do something that we miss out on something that God has for us. Now, I know we don't like to admit it, but sometimes in life we can be like the people in the crowd who are so focused on the water rather than on the man who was focused on Jesus. Focused. And waiting, waiting for something to happen just the way we wanted. What are you focused on today? What is your attention on in this moment? What are you waiting for? Some wait for a more convenient season. No, I'll start my business next year. Now is just not the right time. Things aren't going the way I want them to right now. Some wait on those old dreams that still comes true. Still holding on to that dream of the perfect life that you had for yourself while letting opportunities pass you by to better your life. Some are still waiting on signs, waiting for that cue to do something rather than going out and actually doing it themselves. Instead, they wait to be told by someone outside rather than trusting themselves on the inside and going out and doing it. Some wait to be compelled. You wait for somebody to tell you do something, to do something, wait for somebody to boost you up instead of taking the initiative yourself and going out and doing it yourself, waiting for someone else to direct you and lead you instead of taking the lead yourself. Some wait for others. You move with the crowd and you wait for the crowd to act before you can act. You don't want to step out by yourself because you're afraid that if you step out by yourself, you'll be outside the norm. So you stand back and wait for other people to move so they won't notice you moving. Some wait for that particular feeling that it's okay if it doesn't feel just right. If it doesn't seem just right. If it's not how you want it, you will hesitate because if something goes wrong, you are afraid of getting hurt. You'll wait for that feeling to push you and that feeling to let you know that nothing bad will happen, not realizing that feelings can change in an instant and not always for the better. Some wait for that celebrity status. You don't move until you know I, or all eyes are on you. You, don't want to make, you want to make sure that people see your come up. You want to make sure that people notice all that you are doing so you can feel better about your own actions because somehow, some way the eyes of others validate you more and make you feel more important than you feel yourself. But if you yourself don't feel important, nobody else is going to be able to validate your own importance. <clears throat> FCBC family, what are you waiting on? whatever reason that you sit waiting focused on the wrong things on the wrong people on the wrong situation, hoping and waiting for something to happen instead of getting up and moving yourself. so focus on what you think you need to be focused on that you're missing God moving and God speaking to you in your life trying to get you up and show you open doors that he has open to help you give you that push in the right direction but you can't see it because you're so focused and waiting on the wrong thing. but this man was not focused on the water. Because he had lost faith in the thought that he could be healed. But in this moment where he wasn't focused, he was able to catch the eye of Jesus. Jesus walks over to him and asks him a simple question. Do you want to be made well? We may think this was an easy question, a trivial question, but Jesus was sincere and asking it because sometimes people are so discouraged about their situation that they'll throw away hope of things that can be in their favor. Jesus was not simply dealing with one whose legs didn't work. His heart was broken as well. All hope has been pushed out of this man just because he knew he was not favored, because he saw all the people go before him, because he saw others healed and himself not. He had not been able to go to the pool and he was positive that he was not favored because of all the people he saw jump in front of him for 38 years. The man spoke with the know-how that he was not favored and had no real hope to be healed. In his case, it is reasonable to wonder if he really wanted to be healed at this point, because as bad as his current situation was, at least it was a situation he was familiar with. Instead of moving into the unknown because he is scared, Because sometimes we can be scared of the unknown, scared of that dark area that is not out in us, inside our comfort zone, scared to take that next step, scared to have that faith in God to move forward where God is calling us. Instead, we stay somewhere that we are comfortable, somewhere that we know, somewhere that even though we know it's not as good for us right now, at least we know that we won't get hurt here. And we stay in the known because we are scared of the unknown. But! What reason is there to be scared when God is the one pushing you forward? No reason to be scared when God is the one telling you to get up and go. No reason to be scared when we have God on our side. No reason to be scared when we have God pushing us to have faith in ourselves and our own ability. No reason to stay where we are when God is calling us forward. Do you want to be made well? And the man answers him. Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool. And when the water is stirred up while I'm coming, another steps before me, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool. And here's a problem here. Jesus did not ask the man that he want to go into the pool. But when healing is resented, he went back to the same old thing that he knew about. How many of us, when some light is resented, we go back to the darkness that we are comfortable with? His focus doesn't shift on Jesus, it shifts back to the water. How many of us can be honest when something good happens to us in the midst of us trying to change and trying to be better, we can fall back into some bad tendencies. Uh, I'm going to save money this week, but as soon as payday hit, I'm on Grubhub. I don't need to buy anything else off Amazon, but there are four boxes at your front door. I'm going into Target for one thing because I don't want to waste any money. But when you get up to the register, you are trying to figure out why that price is so high. We get stuck people and we get stuck and focused back on the same thing. And we have some work to do because we need to learn not to shift our focus just because something good is presented in our life. We got to stay focused, stay focused on what we need to stay focused on, stay focused on what God is calling us to stay focused on and not go back into old tendencies. This crippled man assumed that Jesus knew how things worked at the pool, and he explained to Jesus why it was impossible for him to be healed. Quite naturally, the man couldn't think of any other way to be healed because for 38 years he had only seen one way. He tells him, No one can take me, and when I'm close, another steps before me. The man's answer shows that he does something that we all do as humans, which is sometimes. We limit God's help to our own ideas and our own limitations, and we don't think there's anything beyond that. We don't think there's anything beyond that. We think that God's power is limited to what we can see, what we can do, and what we are capable of. This is why sometimes things don't happen for us, because we don't believe that some things are possible. For some reason, we limit what is possible to what our eyes can see and to what our hands can touch and what our ears can hear. And because it isn't possible for us, we think it's impossible for God as well. But let me tell you today, FCBC, that I serve a God who specializes in the impossible. I serve a God who has come through in those stormy moments. I serve a God who has picked me up at my lowest moments. I serve a God who helped me get through things that should have stopped me. I serve a God who has helped me get the victory in the midst of defeat. I serve a God who has continued to make a way out of no way to make a way in those impossible situations. For God, nothing is impossible. Time and time again in our life, God has shown us that the word isn't really in God's vocabulary. Impossible isn't in God's vocabulary, so you should get it out of yours as well. Because there have been times where your situation has seemed impossible, but yet here you stand today full of possibility because God was there with you. Others on the outside still trying to figure out how you got to where you are, why you smile each and every day, how you keep going, how you keep moving forward in impossible situations. But what they don't understand is that our God gives us hope in those situations and pushes us to trust in the fact that through God, nothing is impossible. Nothing It's impossible when God is there watching over us. Nothing is impossible when God is there pushing us to be better. Nothing is impossible when God is leading us and guiding us in the direction that we need to be. So don't stay still. Get up, listen to God, and move. And just because I might struggle with believing in myself, that impossible is there. Just because I struggle with that thought, doesn't mean God is going to leave me alone. It doesn't mean that God is going to leave me alone sitting there in my own stagnation. Sometimes. God is just waiting for us to realize that we have the strength. And God is just waiting for us to realize and have faith in ourselves and God. Um, in my free time, i like to browse the wonderful world of Facebook videos and TikTok videos. And I love animal videos and I really like animals. But one day I happened to come across a video of a live uh, giraffe birth. It was very interesting. I watched as the mother struggled and struggled and struggled to push out this calf. And finally, the calf came out. And what is interesting uh, about a lot of animals is that they could walk almost immediately within that hour of them being born. Um, But it's not easy. I sat there and I watched the calf open his eyes to the world. Uh, sitting in that one spot, trying to get its bearings together, breathing air for the first time, looking at its mother for the first time, figuring out the world for the first time. And then it started the journey of trying to stand up on its own. One attempt after the other, it tried to stand but failed. Time and time again, it tried to stand and failed. And each time it would fail, it would look up to its mother. But the mother wouldn't do anything but sit, watch, and wait. So the attempts continued, and the calf would take a break sometimes because it was so hard to stand. Sometimes it seemed as if the calf wanted to give up, and it would look to its mother, and the mother would be sitting, watching, and waiting, and do nothing. So the calf would then go back to its attempts. But then, after many attempts, the calf finally got its legs under him. He stood up, took a couple of steps around, and did not fall back down. And once that it was apparent that the calf believed enough in its own ability to stand, the mother then moved. The mother moved, moved towards the calf, led the calf to the water, showed the calf where it could find food, led the calf to where it could find shade when it was hot, and then it led the calf to find where they slept peacefully. So, if you're struggling to move in this season, struggling to have faith in your own ability, struggling to get up, struggling thinking that you're alone and don't have help, FCBC, I want you to know that just like the calf's mother, God hasn't left us while we are struggling to move. God is just waiting for us to get our legs up under us and to have faith in ourselves and faith in our ability and the faith to know that we can make it in this life because once. We have faith in ourselves and God will show us the right way to go. God will show us right where we need to be. God will go and show us where we need to go. So SCBC, have faith In yourself, know that you have the strength to move. Know and trust and don't be scared and trust that God is with you and won't leave you alone. But God will be there to lead you where you need to go, sometimes better and greater than where you are right now. Being paralyzed, it was impossible for him to rise and take his bed and walk. But at this moment, Jesus challenged him to believe in the impossible and commanded him to stand. And I can imagine the man's reaction. This man just told me to stand. I can't do that. Why even try? Yes. Something wonderful prompted that man to say, if this man tells me to have faith in myself, if this man tells me to get up and walk, I will try. And I can imagine as Jesus guided the man towards a faith response, the man was immediately made well. This happened because the man responded in faith and believed in his ability and believed that if Jesus knows and believes I can walk, that I ought to know that I can believe and walk. And when he thought that, he got up and moved forward jesus told him to do it though the moment in the moment it was impossible the man stood up and began to walk fcbc family you got to know if you are sitting in those situations feeling like life is impossible feeling that you can't get up feeling that you can't get up ahead just know that god is sitting there watching you waiting you to realize that nothing is impossible for you God putting you everything that you need to move forward in life. God putting you everything you need to get up in those times that you feel weak. God is just waiting for you to get your feet up under you. Because once you do, that opens up a whole new world of possibilities for you. That opens up a whole new ways that you can go, directions that you think you couldn't make it to, Places you didn't think were accessible to you because you are still Stuck in that one spot. But once you get unstuck, there is nothing that God can't help you access. No door that God can't open for you. No way that God can't make a way out. Nowhere that you can't go. If you want to do it, you can do it because God makes it possible. Impossible is not in God's vocabulary. So get it out of yours. There is nothing impossible. God is calling to you, FCBC. Get up and go. Don't be afraid. Don't doubt yourself. Don't let the thoughts of others corrupt you. Don't let your own thoughts get in your way. Just because life seems like it's dealing you a bad head, don't let that get you down. Don't get comfortable and get, and get okay with being stuck. Know that God is watching and waiting because once you make that move, God will be right there at your side, leading you and guiding you where you need to be. Just like that giraffe's mother. So FCBC, God is calling to you. So get up and go. Amen. 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 FCBC, what a wonderful and beautiful day that the Lord has made. And after this last year, we have to be grateful to be here, to be in this position that we are in be present in this moment and be grateful that we all didn't get stuck in the chaos of 2020. That we all are still here and moving. And we're only doing so because God was sitting there with us the whole time. Amen? I mean, Let's go to God in prayer. God, before we ask you for anything, we must first take some time to thank you for everything. Everything that you brought us through. Every trial that we faced that we didn't think we could get over, you got us through. Every situation that seemed like it was going to turn bad, you made good, God. Every situation where it was dark, you bought the light. In those times where we wanted to give up, you reached out your hand, grabbed us, and led us to where we needed to be. So once again, we have to say thank you, God. Thank you that as we continue this journey, God, that you will continue to be there for us, calling to us, letting us know that just because situations may seem comfortable, just because situations may be tough to move out of, just because people might praise us being there, doesn't mean that we are supposed to be there. And that it's okay to step out into the unknown, step out and move, step out and do something different, step out and have faith in us and you, God. So as we continue to just move forward, just continue to be there for us. Let your presence be known to us. Lead us and guide us as you see fit, God. And we will give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. It is in your name we pray. We say amen. 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 Amen.